A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. If life has been stressing you out, listen to this. Lavender can help you. I'm speaking with Beth Riani, one of the owners at Vintage Fields at Farming Buddies in Columbus, Wisconsin. They have an event venue place and have some buildings, and now they have 300 plants of lavender. And Beth says it's been an exciting new adventure for them. Well, we decided uh, a couple of years ago, we started researching lavender. I wanted to, we have 11 acres out here, and we were renting out a field, and I wanted to take that field back and put something in that I wanted to grow and be excited about. And so lavender was my thing. And I've been researching, meeting with different farmers, um, just researching the plants, everything online. I think I watched every YouTube video possible uh, to just educate myself. We put in 300 of these lavender plants and we have basically, I think it's four rows, three different types, but four long rows of um, lavender. So it looks pretty magical this year. It's pretty amazing. Every day I walk back there since, they started blooming this year and I honestly cannot I'm just so proud of what we have done and it's magical and it's you know it's nice to see on this particular venue and I know everyone that's coming out here for their weddings and events they're just over the moon so it's really it's really cool what are you all doing with the lavender We are working a little bit more in a wholesale perspective. Um, So people are reaching out if they're doing some culinary, uh, ice cream, edible kind of uh, needs. We are becoming a supplier, um, as well as if people are doing craft projects and they want to make wreaths, soaps, candles, those kind of things. We're doing a little more wholesale being the supplier for them. Um, And we're going to have some products ourselves because we will be, I have a specific uh, branded look for us and I'm going to roll those things out for our garden party. And hopefully that garden party will happen every year and we'll start to have like a little bit of a product base little retail um, aspect to our company as well Uh, but smaller than we had originally intended just because it is quite labor intensive in the production and we are very busy with our wedding business so that's kind of what we're doing with our lavender and it's gorgeous I feel very honored when you know it's like sunset and I take a stroll back there uh, with my glass of wine I it's it's stunning it's really something to see so And you're even creating a drink with your lavender. Tell us, what is that about? Yes, we are. So we do uh, serve what we call the Betty. So our name is Vintage Fields at Farming Betty. So we have a little bit of a quirky name. um, And it had to do with a bunch of Bettys that we know in our family. And they were just the life of the party. Uh, So that's who we named our company after. And um, now we're rolling out a drink called the Betty. And that is our lavender, our edible lavender. Um, It's We infuse a simple syrup with a lavender tea base. And we have a botanical gin and a couple other ingredients, but I have to keep them top secret because it's our specialty drink. It's amazing, and uh, it's really nice to have the the blend of something that's grown right on the property um, and serving that out. And you have 300 plants here, and you were talking about it off air, about one plant is edible and you can use different plants for different things. What Explain, what is that? 
So um, there are many different cultivars of lavender. I know a lot of times people think, oh, lavender, it smells like grandma's potpourri. And really there are different scents, different um, product end usage for a variety of the, the cultivars. Uh, we grow three different types of um, lavender on our property. And we do that just based on what, we're, what the use is gonna be, as well as the timing of when the plants are coming up so that it's time to our wedding business. Uh, so we grow an edible, it's called coat that is our edible lavender we grow a couple i call them my big plants my big girls they are more oil based more uh, longer um, stems and you can use those more for crafts um, but definitely oil is their base um, but each one smells different it gives you just this different aroma and they're amazing they're beautiful can you maybe walk step by step of how you maybe you understand of how a lavender flower goes into like an oil um, products, something like that. Yeah, so we um, basically, um, the different cultivars, you'd be growing a cultivar that is more of the oil-based. And we do have some of those on our property. So Phenomenal, Grosso, those are big oil uh, production cultivars. And one thing that's very interesting is those little vials that you see people selling or you see in the store of, of an essential oil. The reason why they're um, priced so high is because it takes 30 pounds, up to 30 pounds of lavender. So just think about cutting all of that and getting, you know, that's like a small little person, a little toddler's weight uh, to get just enough oil, essential oil out of the, those buds in order to create the vial. So we, um, at this time, we are not doing any distillery distilling of some of our, our lavender plants for oil uh, just because they take so much and we don't have that many plants to do that. So ours will be used more for the edible items as well as the, you know, just like crafting projects and things. So, but cool crafting projects, soaps, candles, a little more bohemian is kind of our style. So that's the stuff we'll be putting out into the market. Do you have any growers nearby Columbus here? Are they all up in Washington Island? Um, actually, it's really interesting. I, to my knowledge, there's no other grower around here. If they are, I'm, I'm not familiar with them, but Washington Island, amazing. There are quite a few um, true lavender farms up in the Wisconsin Dells, Baraboo area. We do not consider ourselves a lavender farm. I would say we have a, a beautiful, extensive garden. Just based on you know what we're doing with our business, we decided that we're gonna we're gonna just have the garden versus farm. <laughs> we have a farm, but not planning to expand it. These 300 plants were um, designed to be some test fields for us and determine what um, varietals or cultivars we were going to carry. Um, and we have just decided to scale that back for right now and just focus on the 300 um, plants that we have put in and that being our garden. Um, and that's where it's going to stay for a little bit. But I do want to give a shout out to Raleigh Creek Farm. They're up in the Baraboo area. They were wonderful and a beautiful contact for us. Um, we reached out to them um, just to ask questions and understand how to grow lavender in this climate. They were fantastic. Uh, there's a Michigan farm that uh, we did get a lot of our plants through, or our cultivars through, and they are Lavender Lane, and um, they were also very amazing. So a lot of people in this business that have been willing to um, share things and, and to help you be successful so and grow them because it is not an easy plant to keep alive in this state. So. Beth Riani is one of the owners of Vintage Fields at Farming Betty's in Columbus, and they are growing 300 plants of lavender. And she says they had to make changes to help the lavender's growth. 
we did a, a composition that we kind of came up with on, after our research um, to try and keep these plants uh, so that there was great drainage um, or the best drainage we could possibly get in this area. Um, so yeah, you, it's not just a put in the ground. I mean, some people are successful with their plants and putting in the ground. It all depends on soil type and um, sunshine and where you place your, your plants. These They want a lot of sun, at least eight to 10 hours of sunshine a day. Um, and they're they're kind of finicky, you know, they don't like a lot of water. I think a lot of people buy a lavender plant and they think it's like a regular plant, like you need to water it a couple times a week. Actually, you should water it maybe once a week and kind of forget about them because they, once you get them growing, they're just, they sort of like to be independent and do their own thing. Like you, they don't like a lot of maintenance and fertilizer and water. So those are some of our things that we're doing. And you were talking about it creates a zen with you. It creates some kind of calmness. Now with agriculture going in many different directions, it can stress farmers out and stress those who are, this is their day-to-day. What does lavender provide calmness-wise? The Actually, the oil base of the plant and just even like the visual is very calming. Um, The aroma of it all, it's just basically with your senses, just calming you down. And a lot of people, and especially us, we do a little mint um, mix with our lavender and we do these room sprays, which are so nice just to have in your home as well as just misting your face. So like a farmer, this is what a farmer should do. They should get some of our mint and lavender mist. Um, We have our employees using that. We put it in the restrooms here, even for our guests to be using. It just keeps you really nice and calm. It's a refresh on your, just your skin when you're out in the hot sun all day long. So it's, it's a magical property. It's been around and being used for just like an essential, even like a massage oil, you know, something that's just going to put you into that kind of Zen zone. Another benefit, Beth Riani says that lavender is a natural animal repellent. The other thing that's really cool about lavender is um, they're the animals that you don't want eating your plants or staying away. Uh, they don't like the smell. So deer, tolerant, any of the, the I call it the wildlife out here in the country, um, they're really not interested in the plants. So I haven't had any issue with that. Um, but the good thing, the pollinators are interested in the plants so it's helping the bees the butterflies so all of that is like a goodness giving back and you know we're having such a shortage of the bees so hopefully we're we're doing our part to to help so you mentioned briefly about where the lavender will be going and the demand seems quite high too um and you're having a garden party come up what is that all about oh we want to celebrate so we put the plants in last year uh which was really like i said our covid project so being being down um in our events business uh this kind of afforded us the opportunity to finally get this lavender in so it was kind of a positive that came out of that crazy moment in time the plants have so now they're in their full season so it's been one year since we put them in and they are probably about I don't know what do you think 10 times the size they were they're they're huge and uh, so we're celebrating this year on Saturday July 24th Uh, tickets are on it's through Eventbrite they're on our social sites Um, it's only five dollars come on out and um, so we're celebrating our lavender field uh, blooming and we will have um, some food vendors we're gonna have a rosé tasting we've got gourmet ice cream uh, some of it being made with our lavender. We have our musician coming out, so we'll have some live music. So all the cool, fun things that you'd want to see and some product, of course, lavender for sale. So come on out. Vintage Fields at Farming Buddies in Columbus, Wisconsin is celebrating lavender after adding it to their event venue place last year. 
And that was Beth Riani, one of the owners. For the Midwest Farm Report, I am Michelle Sangler.